In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. I'm good. It's uh definitely wasn't a great morning when you wake up to the news, but we'll live. It's onwards and upwards. Mate, I feel like I haven't uh spoken to you in a while. I oh, know it's it's 24 hours and all we've done is text. You, you're <laughs> missing me already. A little bit. And mate, why would you not comment on uh, Kendrick's online yesterday? <laughs> when you're asking me to give hot takes on ongoing uh, FBI investigations, <laughs> I'm bold. I'm not that bold. Okay. I'll let you off, mate. So, mate, I go to bed. Kendrick's looking shady. I wake up and he's been terminated. What's going on, mate? Well, the Browns had sort of said initially that they had spoke to him when it all came out. They were well aware of everything and they were happy with where it was at. They've spoken to the league. And then we hear this morning that they hadn't really investigated it. They had thought he um, believed his story hook, line and sinker that he was completely innocent and just caught up in this. And now they've decided to release him. It just looks like a complete farce and bad management by the Browns. But mate, surely it's worth a gamble, right? He's a Super Bowl linebacker. I'd have, I'd have gambled with that, surely. You you can make the gamble, but be honest, if you're spinning it, what, 12 hours ago from this, that you're 100% believe his story, you're fine with it, you've done all the due diligence that was available, and then 12 hours later you're cutting him saying, yeah, sorry, we didn't really have a clue what was going on, our due diligence is unacceptable, and he's not the person we want on this sort of, on the Browns, and... It just makes me think that we're turning into the next sort of last chance you in the NFL. Dorsey's got a track record of doing it with the Chiefs and doing it with other teams where he just goes out and finds all the bad boys and brings them in. So when you had Hugh and Dorsey sat there on hard knocks chatting to Callaway, do they really have a clue what was going on when they said, oh, we believe you and we can understand what you're saying? Or is it just nonsense coming out of their mouth? Because if you're going to take these risks and bring in questionable individuals that can easily damage the internals of a uh, NFL franchise and 53-man squad, please go out and actually do some research. Mate, isn't this better, though? It's happening today versus Sunday. Yeah, there's always the upside of that. But at the same time, this should have been dealt with before we signed him, um, and if they're staying, we 100% believe your story, then are we just, literally any old player can rock up and sell them a good sob story and we're going to believe it? We need to be better than this. If you're running a franchise that has this incredible wealth of talent, resources, and able to gather evidence, we need to be a bit better than we are at the moment. Um, who's going to benefit from this? Uh, Burgess, 
Corey? I think Burgess bumps up the uh, roster. I think he's the most likely to move up. Um, and then, I'm not sure, is it going to be Bello? Is it going to be Carey? Um, who's going to sneak in as that sixth linebacker? Um, we don't know. And although I love watching Kendricks, having sort of a linebacker that can just rush the passer is exciting to watch. Does it actually add much value? The fact that you always know as a quarterback, he's going to be rushing at you. He can't really cover that well. Just got to throw it over him to whoever's running into that space. So I think when you come up against a player like him against better um, quarterbacks, unless you're on obvious passing downs, you're probably not going to involve him that much. Greg Williams has said he wants to rush four and then drop seven. So if he was true to his word, is he that much of an important player? I think he looks good on highlights, but that's about it. Okay. Any um, any other players you think we could uh, be looking to I think there's a really good chance that when the cutdowns happen that we're going to be keeping an eye out and grabbing another linebacker, um, which is a, a very realistic chance. Um, but we'll see in a couple of days when the cutdowns happen. Um, but I think we definitely keep another linebacker on the roster now. Who that is, I think there might be a massive audition in tonight's game where we find out who that individual is. There's been uh, quite a lot of um, uh, demand for backup quarterbacks over the last 24 hours. Do you think that we could potentially um, tr- uh, trade any of our Stanton, for example, and uh, get a, a linebacker, or do you think uh, Stanton's staying in the, the 5300%? You're not really going to get that much for Stanton. Could we trade t- Tyrod? I think there's serious chance of it. Maybe nearer the trade deadline rather than now, um, because if Baker starts to continue the way he's shined and for me all the stats say just on average um, distance per throw and everything else that he's been the better quarterback so far that if he takes the starting job before the trade deadline there's a good chance Tyrod might get traded if a team offers a third when their star goes down or a second or anything then uh, I'd take that deal personally I was always a believer that we should have gone Teddy Bridgewater over Tyrod and if we'd have made that move, then currently we'd be two third-round picks better off than we are right now. So I think that was a missed opportunity. We could have been adding some incredible talent last year and then have a great pick um, in the 80 to 90 range in next draft. But let's see what happens. Um, that one's happened, and uh, good luck to Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, any other news you want to discuss, mate? I don't think there's been too much. Obviously, Baker's set to start um, the whole first half this week. Um, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Get him out there some serious time. It, it's going to be hard to judge because it's not going to be their starting defences again. So take it all with a pinch of salt, even if he looks amazing. And uh, let's just see what happens. OK, great. Well, I can give everyone a bit of an update on the direction of our podcast. We're going to try and keep our... Uh, daily, seven days a week, a lot more sh- uh, shorter though, 20 to 30 minutes, maybe 40 minutes if we've got a big guest on, uh, have a pre-show, have a post-game show, um, then have um, some interaction, maybe with some international fans, uh, do your cap show once a week, how do you feel about that? Yeah, it's good, I'm looking forward to it, I like the idea that we keep them shows sort of 15 to 20 minutes, um, unless we get sort of 
the Pete Smiths, the Jake Burns, the Doug Maurice's on. Give them the sort of 30 to 45 minutes. But if we keep the other show short, hopefully everyone will be able to keep up to date every day when we're uh, dropping our fantastic content. Okay, great. And um, yeah, mate, me and you need to have a show just... Just me and you, mate. I feel like it's always a three-way at the moment. We need to have a catch-up once a week, do a bit of news, a bit of uh, Paul and Jack time. No, I think it's great. It's always good to um, bring on these fantastic guests and hear their views, but nothing beats uh, me and you having a couple of beers and a good old chat about the Browns, what we like, who's up, who's down, what the future's looking like. So, um, no, it'll be good to get him back to uh, once a week just having a chat between the pair of us. All right, great. Got a special message coming to you guys today from our head coach when week four kicks off. What you got to say, Todd? We're going to start with some no love. Pray for your brother. Because we all our brothers keep Your brother hurt, we all hurt. Your brother shine, we all shine. Your brother eat, we all eat. Family on three. One, two, three. Hey. I'm alive again, more alive than I have been in my whole entire life. I can see these people's ears perk up as I begin. Now let's go to the uh, pre-show. I've got a Detroit fan, Josh Cobley, works with me, doing uh, a quick overview of the uh, Detroit Browns game. Good morning, Cleveland. I'm here without my co-host uh, Jack. Me and Jack have had a bit of an argument, fallout. He wants to do cap space. He wants to talk about Sashi Brown. And uh, all I want to do is talk to about is international NFL guests. But I'm here today with Josh. Josh, how are you, mate? I'm doing well. Thank you. So uh, Josh works with us in London. And the first question Jack has asked me is, uh, Josh, how would you rate Paul as a boss? Oof. That's a tough one right there. I would have to go with, uh, so far so good, top of the line. Okay, well, thanks for the uh, kind words there, mate. So, um, why are you a Lions fan? Well, I didn't really have much of a choice. Uh, growing up right outside the Flint area and living in the metro Detroit area most of my life. And it didn't hurt the fact that uh, Barry Sanders happened to play there, too. Okay, nice. And um, uh, do you, you got a UK football team? You know what? Not quite yet. I've only been here about a year and a half now, so I'm still uh, kind of easing into it. Okay, and uh, a question I ask all my uh, people that come on the show, who is the um, who would you like to go for a drink with in the Browns organisation? Well, again, I'm going to have to stick to uh, the boys in blue and go with Jabril Peppers on that one. Ooh, you're not going to uh, be a big fan with my Ohio fans out there, so go Blues, as you know, I'm a Michigan fan <laughs> as well. I've actually met Peppers in London. Really? Yeah, you didn't know that, did you? No, I did not. I learned something every day. Came over for the London game. And uh, I met him in uh, New Era Cap Store. Really? Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. Interesting. Uh, he's a funny guy. And uh, <laughs> what body part are you willing to give up for the Lions to win the Super Bowl? Well, it's never an easy one, I guess you would say. Uh, I'll have to go with the uh, old left foot. Left foot? One. Yeah, okay. You play any other sports at all? Or? <laughs> I would have to say basketball was always my main sport and football was a close second. Okay, great. So, um, big game coming up. It's our Friday morning here. US Thursday. Uh, so let's talk uh, pre-season. How have the Lions looked so far in pre-season? Well, besides what the record shows, uh, 0-3, I would have to say they're actually 
going in a step in the right direction, especially with the new coach, uh, new offense and defense for the most part. At least, well, the offense is the same system, but still just working out some kinks. But uh, definitely encouraging this year. Yeah. Uh, we've got a couple of players from you this season. Uh, Darren Fells. Great blocker. Happened to score a few touchdowns for us last year. Kind of stepped up when uh, Ebron couldn't uh, hold it down for us. Do you think he'd be a good uh, signing for us? I would say that'd be a good sign right there. He's cheap. He does the things that most people don't, and uh, he won't cause any trouble, anything like that. Okay, great. And so, um, why'd you let him go? You know, they didn't run that decision by me, but I would have to say, probably just based on the fact that we have four tight ends already. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and the other guy is uh, Greg Robinson. Ooh, I'm sorry. Yeah? That's unfortunate. No, I, um, I mean, I know he was, a, I want to say, the second overall pick two, three years ago. Um, kind of just hasn't worked out for him so much this year, or, I mean, throughout his career. Last year with the Lions, he yeah. uh, didn't do too hot. Do you reckon he will uh, be any good at the Browns? You know, probably wouldn't get your hopes up. <laughs> he's, he's, he's second in the draft. I know, I know. There's so much uh, opportunity there, but he just... Something's missing, clearly. He's been released by three teams in three years, I think it was. Yeah. Okay, and what do you make of the uh, Lions draft this year? I mean, it wasn't the sexiest pick taking a lineman in the first round, but, you know, so far so good based on the feedback uh, that I've been reading recently. If I'm correct, that's one of your weak areas is the lineback room. The lineman, yes. very, Yeah, yeah very weak. I mean, mostly it was due to injuries, but, uh, yeah, we definitely need some help up front. Okay. And uh, fancy uh, purpose, what lines players should we be uh, uh, drafting? I've got about four or five games coming up soon. So, yeah, so, uh, um, yeah, who should we, uh, who's good and who should we avoid? I mean, I'd say I would definitely target Stafford. Um, I mean, you know he's going to throw the ball at least bare minimum 35 times a game. So, you know, there's a lot of opportunity there. Um, and then there's a lot of excitement around uh, the rookie running back, Kerryon Johnson. I mean, it'll still be it be tough to tell to see if he can do much his first year, but uh, there's a lot going on, so it's encouraging. Uh, but Stafford's not a premium quarterback, surely? No, I, would, I wouldn't quite say premium, but you could probably get him as a steal in the late rounds of the draft, I'd say. Okay. Think he's worth $25 million in uh, in real NFL terms? Oh, yeah. Every dollar. At least for Detroit, because, I mean, it's not typically the best draw. The coming to Detroit per se, but uh, at the same time, I mean, he does everything he can. It's for the most part beyond him. Yeah, looking at um, the uh, game Thursday, Friday morning for us. Um, how much depth do you have? And uh, Baker's, Baker Mayfield's going to be starting the first half. Do you think he'll dominate? I wouldn't be surprised if he did. Um, he's, uh, I think he's got all the talent. I mean, he's got some weapons around him too. And on top of that, I would imagine. Most of the starters for Detroit won't be playing, so yeah, should be a good opportunity for him, not so much for us. And yeah, your depth is it is it strong or? Uh, on the defensive side, yeah, I say so. At least in the secondary, that's actually probably one of our stronger areas. Okay. D line, not so much. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're we're deeper than we have been in the last few years. I can say that. So Jack's giving me this. Uh, uh, sheet ready for for this uh, podcast. He's even put down pointless preseason score prediction. Interesting. Um, 
Jack's gone for 21 to the Browns, 10 for the Lions. Josh, what are you thinking for the um, result? I'm thinking it's going to be a shootout almost. I'll, I'll go with 24 for the Lions, Oof. 38 for the Browns. Wow. You, you really don't think you're going to win this, no? Yeah. I mean, ever since uh, the Lions went 0-16, that year we were 4-0 in the preseason, so that's why I'm hoping maybe we go 0-4 this preseason and go 16-0 in the regular season. I'm going to call it now. 24 to the Browns, uh, uh, 21 to the Lions. Well, I suppose only time will tell. Yeah. And um, for the rest of the season, how do you think the Lions are going to do this year? Well, it's a, it's a tough uh, division this year. I mean, all four teams have an opportunity. I would have to uh, say if we can walk out 10-6, and six, I'd call it a good year. Okay. And, and how do you think the Browns are going to do? Definitely a step in the right direction. I mean, that defense is looking like one of the top ones in the league based on what I've seen so far. So, I mean, I wouldn't say 7-9, 8-8. Okay. I mean, realistically. Mate, we went 0-16 uh, last year, and you think we're going to be that good next year? Well, I mean, you guys brought in a whole new, uh, I guess you could say, infrastructure for the most part besides your boy Hugh. Other than that, uh, I mean, I think you guys are definitely going to be leaps and bounds better than last year. Um, um, while we finish up, any uh, views on Hugh? Uh, I'm glad he's not our coach. <laughs> Respectfully. Yeah, good, good. And you, you're happy with your new coach? I mean, he could probably clean it up a little bit, sometimes a little sloppy here and there, but uh, I think for the most part, I think he's the right fit for uh, what we're looking for. All right, great, great. Uh, you on Twitter at all, mate? No, I, I, I'm not uh, a tweeter. Okay, all right, good. Um, well, look, mate, thank you very much for your time. Thanks for the kind words. You haven't just been really positive because you think I'm going to sack you tomorrow, is it? No, no, I, I know better than that, Paul. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate the opportunity nonetheless. All right, good. So, yeah, go Browns. Go Lions. I'm going to have to say it, go Blues. I'm going to get shot for it tomorrow. So, uh, yeah. All right, mate. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot.